T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What are you doing, Wagner? That's what we're doing. We're doing what are you doing, Wagner? Welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosen with Mark Rohde. Saturday Suckage and the WB Club. We'll kind of be interested in this. This brings a whole bunch of things together for us here on The Score. Saturday Suckage, the WB Club. Uh, Yesterday, Mark, was the Mm -hmm. 22nd anniversary of the release of the movie Office Space. Oh, wow. Yeah. And... It has, it, it resounds in all kinds of ways. You know, there's like, someone's got a case of the Mondays. There are all kinds of wonderful lines in that. Drew, making sure they see their, his O face. Friday is Hawaiian shirt day. And it's Jennifer Aniston and 37 pieces of flair, right? Mm-hmm. And that was... That got a, according to one report, that got Fridays to take all the flair off their waiters and waitresses, off their servers' uniforms, because they didn't like being made fun of that way, with all the minimum number of pieces of flair or 37 pieces of flair. But there was something else that, um, among many things that Office Space was known for was which particular inanimate object would you say is most associated with office space, Mark? A stapler. Yeah, a red stapler, the red swing line stapler. So when the movie came out 22 years ago, swing line didn't make a red stapler. They, um, they, they just spray painted a black one. All, all that they made were black and gray. Oh, and wow. he did want his swing line did not want a piece of any kind of marketing of a red stapler, but they just in office space, they just said, we're going to make this. That's all we're going to do. We're going to make it. We're going to spray paint it. And that's the way it's going to go. And they, that's what they did. And then suddenly it became a massive, a massive seller. Yeah. And, oh, that's, that's great. They didn't, right, it came out in 2002, they finally started marketing sure. the the first red stapler. Last year, I'm sorry, two years ago in the 20th anniversary, Empire Glassworks came out with a bong shaped like Marvin, Marvin Wadham's, Milton Wadham's red stapler. <laughs> 
<laughs> I couldn't find it on the Empire Glassworks website now, but I know that they came out with it. We, I believe we discussed it. But they came out with a bong of the red swing line stapler in honor of the 20th anniversaries. Could not That's, be more perfect for our right. audience right there. Now, there's another, you, there's another yeah. part of that, the whole uh-huh. movie thing. Danny Parkins had on, 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 and I wanted Danny to do the walk up to this. We just didn't, we just thought of it too late because we suck. But they had John C. McGinley on, Ted C. McGinley. Yeah, I heard. Um, and he was on, and, and it was in reliving all the, the wonderful things he did. The, the, that office space still resounds. And Danny had the wonderful the wonderful idea of having John McGinley's character, Bob Slidell, sitting down with Ted Phillips in one of the most famous lines that he asked Peter. And it was, it was a, when the consultants came in, the Bobs, and they asked Peter, what was it you would say you do around here? And Peter listed everything that should get him fired. <laughs> and it was a, it's a wonderful scene. Danny had the brilliant idea to change Peter's name to Ted Phillips, because this came after that clown show of collaboration. And this is what he got out of Mr. McGinley as Bob Slidell on the score. Ted, Ted, listen, Ted. What would you say you do here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Parker. That was great. That was a inspired. Yeah. Danny Parkins came up with that. That was just that was just perfect. So that was. By the way, when, the, t- to me, one of the biggest. This is something that doesn't get discussed enough, and I think it's uh, we're gonna we're gonna make that different right now. What would you say the most if there was to be? a shocking revelation during that movie. Does anything come to mind with you? Um, well, mistaking the Lumbergs in, in caught in flagrante delicto that was in Peter's mind. And, and I don't know what I'm you just said. Yeah. What was that? Oh, in, well, in what? In, in, in Omar Infante? Lumber, what did you say? No, <laughs> in flagrante, caught red handed. Oh. Is Latin for caught red-handed in flagrante oh. delicto. So no, he, no, no, no. So, so go the ahead. Revelation. No, tell me. I'm. I'm interested. Okay, okay, in okay, 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 okay. The revelation that always surprises me in that movie, or freaks me out, is that the Jennifer Aniston character Joanna slept with Bill Lumberg. The other Lumberg, not the Bill Lumberg. The other Lumberg. That was the whole miserable dream. That was the whole nightmare. No, but didn't she actually sleep with Bill Lumberg? I thought it was the other Lumberg. It wasn't that one. It wasn't. Who's Gary. the other Lumberg? Cool. That was the bro. I thought it was the brother. Oh no, like I have not seen this for so long, and I forget everything yesterday. Anyway. Oh my God, am I getting this wrong? I mean, I they because she Jennifer Aniston revealed it to Peter Gibbons, the Ron Livingston character, and he was like, Oh my God, you're kidding me. You slept with, L-. and she's like, Oh yeah, it was a weak moment or something like that. I thought that those two slept, and it always is like, oh my God, really? It's yeah, like a twist was... almost. Right, but I wrong? thought he had the wrong. I thought he had the wrong one. By the way, Peter, played by Ron Livingston, 
the, the that was quite the star turn it, it and quite the the cult hit. Do you know he was also in Swingers? Swingers was not yes. just Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. Oh, totally. But it was yeah. sort of a gangrene kind of thing. So between Office Space and Swingers and a really quality turn in Boardwalk Empire and then being part of the latter seasons of Sex in the City, Ron Livingston has has quite the career portfolio, I think. He really does, and he's not like... You don't think of him as an A-lister. He's kind of, you know what I mean? He's like right there. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Ron Living. And he's been prominent, but he's still not a superstar. And I think you're right, by the way. I've had people on Twitter now and a couple texters say it was a different Lumberg. So I've been, I've seen the movie probably 10 times, and I have always thought that it was Bill Lumberg that no, it was a, it was a Joanna different... slept with. Okay. All right. Yeah, so much for that I'm, twist. So much for I'm that. I'm going to need you to come in tomorrow um it wasn't him okay yeah, i don't remember no. another lumber who was the other lump was, was well, that was character just his, in the movie the brothers no it was just okay it was that that's Disgust. how it was brought up okay. hey do you know what today is you you and david cat need to know this it's national love your pet day oh really it is there's a yes it's national love your pet day and you, you there are some things that you can do on national the national love your pet day the, the website, the National Day Calendar, has some suggestions that you can check to their vaccines are up to date. How are Dave the Cats vaccines? I think they're up to date. We, we went in pre-pandemic, and I haven't heard anything from the, the vet. You know, like They usually will mail that stuff to me and say, hey, Dave's due for a shot. So, mm. yeah, he's all up to date. All right. So you can watch a pet video with them full of cats, dogs, or other critters. Does Dave go in for the videos since he he seems to sleep when he should be answering the phone for breaking phone calls for this show? Yeah, it's gotten so bad with the phone calls that Dave had been sleeping next to me on my couch here as I sit and broadcast with you that he has now abandoned me and he is he is tired of hearing us talk about sports and I don't know where he is right now. So no calls. Dave has found himself a place to hide within my place here right now so but no he doesn't really he's not into watching videos or he, he, he likes music that's about it okay well we have we have a special guest joining us now and even though we just did it and talked about office space i want to bring on danny parkins and congratulate him on <laughs> on just one of the greatest drops one of the greatest one of the most inspired ideas out of office space danny that was just brilliant Oh man, the wake and bake club. I am, I'm thrilled to be honest with you guys. No, yeah. Well, listen, it's it's my it's like my second. I've waken and bacon from two naps at this point. I've got a I've got a one year old Rosie. He's running me around. Um, but yeah, John C. McGinley could not have been cooler. And the whole idea was obviously around the whole Ted Phillips stuff at the end of the season and the question that Bears fans have been asking for 20 years, which is, of course, what would you say you do here? And no one really knows. And when we, we had, when Grody and I had George McCaskey on the show, he, I tried to ask questions about the chain of command and Bears fans still weren't, weren't really satisfied with the answer. And Olin Krutz afterwards just tweeted the gif of what would you say you do here and i was like you know what let's do it 
let's try to get him on. And Shane Reardon, the new EP of the Parkinson Spiegel show, sent an email to his publicist. He came on and we were like game planning the whole thing. Like, how are we going to do this? Is he going to be cool? Everyone's told us that he's like a, he's an actor's actor. He takes his craft very, very seriously. You know, Oliver Stone and Broadway and all this stuff. And we're like, well, we'll see. If it's going well, we're going to ask. And uh, it was going really, really well. And the rest is history. I like, too, that he didn't, when he did it, John C. McGee, he didn't phone it in. Like, he, he actually did it the, just the way he did it in, in office space. He didn't laugh it off. He no, it was, a, it. it was a performance. And yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was. Like, he, he uh-huh. nailed the role. Uh, yeah. If there if there was an award for one minute and ten second radio interactions to reenact a movie from twenty years ago, he would get the award. That's it. But I think you I think you did a wonderful job of walking him into it, Danny. And I wanted to play. I we couldn't we scrambled, and I was I let this go too long. But I thought that was just a wonderful way to walk it up. That he felt you you were you were scorseseing him. You had him in the right frame of mind, and you had him believing that, okay, this is it. This is where I am in Chicago. This is how we're doing it. I thought that was just great. That will serve you so well that that cut, that drop, that has to be a recurring part of the Parkins and Spiegel show now and or the Parkins and Your Name Here show, wherever that goes. I just I love that whole, the, the whole way you, you walked it up. That was great. Thank you. Yeah, it was. Thank you. It was fun. Um, you know, had a plan, somewhat executed it. I thought, you know, he he stuck the landing, and uh, yeah, I just, I just gave him an assist. I I led the horse to water, so to speak. And you you hear Rosie, you're a longtime newspaper guy. You hear these questions at press conferences where they've like already written the graph and they just need to insert the quote to go with their <laughs> preconceived notion of the story of the game. That's what I was doing. I just, I, 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 it was a leading question, and he stuck the landing. And by the way, it's a, t- two years ago was the 20th anniversary. The, the Friday was the 22nd. Were you able to? Were you even aware that there was a a red swing line stapler bong that that was used made by Empire Glassworks? Uh, no, I wasn't. But can Brandon, your new producer, send me a link as soon as we get off the phone? That's interesting. Well, I. I, I went looking for it. I did not see it on the Empire Glassworks website today, but I knew that it can't, it, they, there was one two years ago. I don't know why they wouldn't wouldn't make it, but um, perhaps by popular demand, they'll bring it back. Maybe it's there and it wasn't yeah, listed. Yeah, absolutely. This is, this is definitely something I'm interested in, and this is, <laughs> this is the kind of content that makes you guys who you are, and I love you for it. <laughs> You're the good we'll part, you, We'll let you go take your third nap. And yeah. thank I'm really you. happy. I'm really happy. Thank you for joining us. And thanks for it. was just a wonderful score moment. And good luck on one of the most enjoyable shows that was Spiegel and Parkins. And now is Parkins and Spiegel in the afternoon from middays the afternoon. It's a terrific pairing. It's a really good listen. So um, thank good you. Good luck. Thank you. Continued success. Thank you, guys. I, I appreciate Bye, it. You guys are a great. Great listen, also. Grody, you know, I mean, Bears. Bears. Table 12, Bears. See ya. <laughs> Table 12, Bears. <laughs> See ya. Hey, this is Danny Parkins. Parkins and Spiegel, 2 to 6, uh, Monday through Friday here on The Score. Um, we are doing, by the way, Mark. Yeah. You have, you've heard 
I came across a yogiism that I'd never heard before. Yogi Berra would, would um, on, on the day of pitchers and catchers reporting, his granddaughter, Lindsay, who I knew, she was writing hockey uh, at ESPN, and we came across each other. We met and we talked, and it was um, um, stuff leading up to the Olympics in 2002. So Grandpa, Gramp, as she called him, on the day that pitchers and catchers report when spring training starts, she recalls, I'd never heard this yogiism. In 1947, she tweeted, Gramp is asked what size cap he wears. Dunno, he says, I'm not in shape yet. <laughs> I had not heard that yogiism. I had not. Hey, I'd they're not still writing that. new ones, you know? So it, 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 may, it may have been freshly written. Yeah. It may, it may have been. That was great. By the way, there's some other stuff from National Love Your Pet Day. And, oh. and do you practice your favorite commands? Does Dave have fav- Dave the cat have favorite commands like sit, shake, yeah, roll over, not, anything? Cats are not big on commands. The, he knows a couple of words. Honest to God, he knows food and he knows play. <laughs> Uh, like he'll he's he see like he hears that word like he'll ignore everything else I'm saying if I say food he's like oh so he'll perk up or if I say play he's down so and he probably if I say it too loud he's gonna awaken from his slumber right now but no cats do not typically take um, command the way a dog might okay I was I wasn't sure how how easily how much you've uh, done the you know how how active Dave was in that whole thing. Cats kind of command their owners more than the other way around. They kind of dictate. That's kind of what I like about having a cat. Like it's a pretty good deal when you have a cat because they sleep for most of the day. And then there's like an hour or two where they're up. They want to be played with. They want a little bit of loving. They want a little food, a little water, and then it's back to bed. And it's, so it's really a good deal, but it's it's completely on their terms, and it's worked out. It's been a good relationship that Dave and I have had because of that. He doesn't want much from me, and I don't want much from him. You know, I mean, this no. is, you know, and if you have issues with commitment, this is the perfect kind of relationship. So yeah, I'm winning. Finally, I'm winning. Yeah, that that is that that would see, and he's still in charge of answering the phones. Now you also had. Did you say you had an email from Toby as part of oh, what yeah. you're doing? Oh, yeah, 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 should, yeah, got it. Uh... Let me pull it up here right now. Here it is. Um, okay. It says, and Toby, be listening. Um, or Brandon, I'm sorry. But this is what Toby writes. Hey, Mark, sorry, I scared away another one of your producers. <laughs> I like this guy, though, exclamation point, or bang, as Steve would say. There's a lot of things to take care of at the beginning of the show. (laughs) And James Dean, James Dean, I have no freaking clue what you mean. Uh Uh-oh, and this is the part you're not going to like, Steve. I hate the freaking Eagles, man. Promote that man. Will hopefully be a slow day, so let me know if there's a good time I could call. (laughs) Toby. So, to recap... 
he wants Brandon to be promoted because he didn't want to play the Eagles, apparently, at the beginning of the show. Because as it turns out, Toby, our guy, your guy, does not like the Eagles. So I don't know. This is this has got to be an upsetting moment for a lot of people. Okay. I uh, well, that's care. fine. I always say is 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 stuff another bowl, Toby, and maybe you like the Eagles more that way. That's all I can all I can suggest. Our show, our songs. That's the way. That's the way it's gonna go. That's what uh, it's gonna did you be. see? Did you hear about this headline? I thought it was brilliant in the uh, San Diego Union Tribune when Fernando Tatis signed for 14 years and 340 million dollars. I had heard, yeah, that he signed. No, but right. I hadn't heard the other story. The headline: Fernando Mania, D O U G H, Fernando hyphen Mania. I think that's brilliant. I think right. that's great. If you grew up with Fernando Valenzuela oh, and Fernando right. Mania, D-O-U-G-H. Oh, and here's, yeah. And for everything that's going on there, and they, 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 it sort of seems white, they took the White Sox, the guy the White Sox traded to the Padres for James Shields, and then they took the White Sox plan for signing guys early. The White Sox did that with a lot of players, right? That's how Eloy got to the majors. That's that's what they did. They said, we're going to pay you for what we expect you to do, not what you already have done. And here's the contract. And then they took the White Sox player and the White Sox concept, and then they just did everything in 72-point type. That's what they did with that contract. <laughs> that's what it seemed like. Yeah. Well, my my reaction to that, too, and I talked about this the other night, was when a guy gets a contract of 14 years and 340 million dollars the first thing i think is is that we always sort of down denigrate what we do as the toy department as not important sports is really important and it's not just a game it's a huge massive business with businessmen who make lots of money and help to make the world go round so it's just a reminder that this ain't mm-hmm. kids stuff. This ain't kids stuff. This ain't this ain't little league. This ain't men playing a kids game. This is this is the adult table. It is sports yeah. is business and sports is important. There's there's a tag to this. The the contract, the $340 million contract that Fernando Tati signed with the Padres. When it's done, when it's fully paid off, all 340 million there will still be one year left on the Mets paying Bobby Bonilla a million dollars every <laughs> every summer. That's a true fact. Oh, that's that's a true fact. That's, the, that's um, incredible. The I still have a couple more items I want to get to sure. on here. Um, there are there there are no fans of the NHL games, but there could be soon, at least not in in California. So. We saw, like, in Colorado, they, they played solitaire on the, um, on the video screen, right, in between mm-hmm. periods. There's nobody there. And yeah. in St. In Louis, they, they hung a, on the video screen. They had the wait time for the bathrooms as zero minutes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, here's what the Ducks did between, in a game, between period intermission of the, uh, 
<laughs> the Ducks in the in the Wild, and yeah. they offered they gave away free beer for all fans in attendance tonight only. <laughs> Come get that's it. on the video board. Such a tease. I, I love that. So this week was the anniversary, an, an unbelievable thing, but apparently it was all true. Thirty-five years ago, on um, when was it? Thirty-five years ago, Sunday. So last on Valentine's Day. Larry Bird was playing against Portland, and he played the entire game left-handed. Just and for he the finished hell of it? with 47 points, 14 rebounds, oh my god, 11 assists. He made 10 of 21 field goals. 35 years ago, he played. He did made all of the. the he did everything left-handed. I don't remember and, that. And reporters asked him why he did this, and his answer was, I'm saving my right hand for the Lakers. Oh, wow. (laughs) 47 points. And the highlights are, it just looks, it's brilliant basketball. But everything he did was left-handed. That was the anniversary last Sunday. Oh, I love that. Do you you remember that? I don't remember that. Nope, I do not. I do not. But that's Larry Legend. You know, when you're in Boston, you'd never forget that. That's 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 just something... That happened, and something you uh, you always remember, and you make sure that you bring it up, and you drop it at cocktail party. Hey, Larry, Larry Legend, left-handed, forty-seven points. Larry, Larry, remember Mike Larry. Tice? Mike Tice, yeah, Larry, Larry, Larry Mayer. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, Lucas Giolito. Wow, he had some things to say. We're going to talk about Lucas Giolito and hear from Lucas Giolito after this break. Saturday suckage, the Wake and Bake Club. We had Danny Parkins on. On he was waking. He can wake and bake more often now that he's taken two naps and the day's only half over. We we love ourselves some Danny Parkins here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. Let's be honest, like Tony's not going out there playing any games. So at that point, as players, we have to see it as. Like, he's, he's the guy that just make the lineup card. Yeah. Makes the lineup card. Makes pitching changes, too. Welcome in, welcome back. Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. I know I was told who that was, and then I forgot because I got involved in something else. So, Brandon Fryer, was that TA? I didn't, I just want to make sure. All right, that's Tim Anderson. TA. Nicely done, Brandon Fryer. Brandon Fryer is joining us. This is Brandon. Is this your first Saturday suckage? This is my first full Saturday suckage. I think I came in on the back half one time, like a few weeks ago, or maybe last month. Yeah. Okay. So things. How's it been for you since that since that start? Uh, take out the start. Everything's been okay. <laughs> yeah. Brandon and I. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, yeah. that was a bad start. <laughs> But it fits with the show, so it works out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, Steve, but Brandon and I both, when I was doing the Mullinhaw pregame show for a while, the 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., and then I would do the previous to that, the 4.45 transition with Les, that was usually at least three times a week. That was our guy Brandon Fryer doing the uh, producing. So yeah. we all, he was he was part of that magic and cut his teeth with a grabber like so many before him yes i'm right. honored honored yeah 
-hmm. Well, you know, the way he responded early, I thought, I need this sound. Can we get this sound? I know this is late. I'm sorry about that. Can you get that? And I just, yeah, bang, got it. Yeah, bang, got it. I said, boy, you you were doing so well. <laughs> You're going to be off this show by by noon. And then came 1101. <laughs> and then the start happened. Did you have your parents listening to the show because you were going to read that opening thing? Uh, mom and yeah, dad, you yeah, call mom and dad. They, like, they, mom, they listen dad. from time to time. My dad listens all the time. So, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you heard it. He texted me and he laughed. Yeah, and and he thought that was just a tremendous, you know, that was that was in the the genre of the show, right? Yeah, That's, it fits you perfect. Just to, you just want to fit in. Yeah. They, they, Wait, let's, let's get to know Brandon a little bit here. Brandon, you grew up, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Southside, uh, Roseland, oh. kind of High Park area. So yeah. Okay. Cubs or Sox fan? Sox all day, Southside. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So the Southside Sox. I didn't want to just assume. No, know. it's okay. I mean, I yeah. I, I want to be one of those fans where it's like I do kind of like like both, but if I had to choose, it would be a like Sox fan. But when I say I like both, people like get mad at me. So I'm like right. Oh. Especially Grobber. I mean, yeah, Grobber gets, gets furious. Yeah, like, like to where he'll be mad at you for days. You can't be both. I wouldn't yeah. say days, but yeah, he, he tell me to pick one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't exist. There's no such thing. Yeah. Sorry, he doesn't allow so, for it. Wait, Spilkus just tweeted, is texted us, Mark, that it, oh, he he's a Mount Carmel kid. Is that is that true? Yeah, Branded, Branded I am a Mount Carmel, Carmel kid. Yes, I, I came from cool. Mount Carmel. Yeah, came from Mount Carmel. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty old. Class of 06. All right. So we're of the mom show. We've yeah. gotten to know all the moms uh, affiliated with the show from, you know, Jean Grody is the mom, the, the, the mom of moms, the mom, mm -hmm. the tootie mom. The mom of record. She's like the yeah. mom of record. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then Alice, um, Trash Panda's mom. We, we certainly got to know her. We heard about her. Alice sort of wrangling shooter, her husband who was shooting at the actual trash pandas from inside the house. <laughs> and, I, and I don't know what the shell casings are. Uh, and Tom Thayer's mom, who we, we got to know about her and how that great chicken noodle soup got made. And she was telling people to the very end, she was in hospice care telling, Tom shares the story that she was, she was telling people, look for the ones, the fat drumsticks, the fat legs, because that makes the best chicken soup. Sure. And Tom's saying, yeah, yeah, Mom, okay. Mom, you know what? This is maybe not the time for it. Let's talk about something else. Uh, and so then, of course, with Sean William Anderson, Stifler, last week, we know, found out about Stifler's mom. Now, what about your mom, Brandon? What's her name? And tell us something significant about her, especially something that will get you in trouble. Uh, okay. Well, my mom's name is Sharon. Uh, my sure. mom is I'm trying to say, let me think of something. Oh, well, one thing about my mom, my mom loves wine. She's a wino. So like She's a wino. Yeah. Around our house is just, everything is like the walls is filled with like wine bottles. Wow. Open okay. and some non open, but like, yeah, she's, she's a huge wino. Now, does she prefer red or white? Let's start there. She prefers red, dry oh red wine. So Man, a woman after your heart, eh, Steve? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't like it particularly as dry, though. I can't handle a lot of the drier wines, the Tempranillos, the stuff from Spain and and Chile. And I'm I'm not. Those are those are big. I'm not a big red kind of guy. I'll take a softer kind of. So, what do you think? Do you know what her favorite wine is? What Sharon? Sharon's favorite wine in is 
Brandy. Honestly, it's it's any type of red wine that's dry. Like she don't have a <laughs> certain favorite one. It's just any type of wine that is. She's going to the Seven Eleven and just she's... guzzling wine. Exactly. Yeah. So go anyway, Speedway, wherever you want to go. Uh, oh, and so are you ever going to be able home be able to go home again after sharing this is these kind of stories? She'll probably be upset with me a little bit. That's I'm not like, that bad. I, no, I mean so she likes wine. So what? That's cool. Yeah, but anything. she's gonna probably you got say, it red. She's, she's gonna you know. yeah. She's like you're gonna tell everybody that I'm an alcoholic now. So sharing the wino. Yeah, sharing the wino. W. Oh, still drink any any red wine. Doesn't matter, ma'am. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's terrific. They're they're a cousin of the Wake and Bake Club. That's terrific. Oh, that's cool. Right. So we got a wino mom, I guess, and Stifler's mom is supposedly hot. I guess, right? So didn't we learn that last week? And not real thrilled with Stifler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who was it that brought that up? I think it was uh, Toby, maybe, or something. Right. I don't remember. And so was Toby. I I I know that they the only flaw. And the Big Lebowski is all this hate for the Eagles. So there were texters who were saying that's he's trolling us with the quote, with the idea, with the concept of hating the Eagles that grows out of the Big Lebowski. So do you think that that was combined? It was perfect that we that that Brandon here in his first real outing for the Saturday Suckage show just sucked trying to get the Eagles on the air, and and yeah. Toby saw that, seized that opening. Or does Toby? I can't remember if he actually hates the Eagles or not. Do you think he was trolling trolling us with the? Oh, with that's Lebowski? a good question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, that's good. You'd you'd maybe hope that that was the case. You wouldn't really want him to hate the Eagles, but I think that's the first time that our show has been brought to a screeching halt before the show even started. Usually, you and I are capable of doing that. But yeah. Brandon helped out in, in that. Anything else we need to know about Brandon? So he's a uh, – do you still live on the south side? Are you still south sider? I mean, I know you're always going to be a south sider at yeah, heart. Yeah, okay. I, I still live on the south side. I'm in the south burbs. Okay. South okay, burbs, Frankfurt. The, got you. Okay, so you're in, the, you're in the south burbs now. You're a Sox fan, graduate of Mount Carmel in 2006. Now you're here at the score. What would you say – you and do, mom's no, a wino. Kidding. Don't miss that. And, and your mom's your mom's a wino. What? Okay. And this is the last question I'll ask, and it's just sportsy. What? What is your sport? Do you have a sport? We all have a sport that we might call our favorite. Do you oh, have easily. A sport? Basketball all day. Basketball. Basketball. Yeah. Okay. All Basketball. Right. Bull, okay. Huge Bulls fan. Bulls over everything. Really? Okay. So, oh, that's good to know. That's yeah. good to know. Awesome. So who was who was the Bulls player when you grew up when you first came to basketball, Brandon? Michael Jordan. I was there like in the remember when the last probably like 92 93 i do remember that growing up so and then after that that's when i became a huge bulls fan and now it's been kind of sad did you <laughs> practice the shrug yeah of course yeah like practice? playing high school ball and stuff try to do the shrug all the time i, I wouldn't say it always worked but yeah oh you played oh. high school ball too yeah i played a little high school ball and stuff oh, like that okay. but i don't so i wouldn't say i was good. the best but i, I was okay Hey man, to make a high school team, big high school, that's you got to have some skill, man. No doubt. Yeah. And now your coach is embarrassed that you're working on Saturday suckage. So, okay. Yeah. We'll get you out of here in no time, don't you worry. Yeah, right. If you can get the open together. Let's see how well he I, I don't mind. I'm close. glad I can add to the suckage. <laughs> yeah, because of that, Mitch, 
Mitch just that's... signed you five more weeks, sentenced you five more weeks to the Saturday show for blowing yeah, the open. You got a 14-year contract. You're the Fernando yeah. Tatis of suckage. It's like being in the uh, hole. Back to the hole with you. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to get back to Brandon Sox, Lucas Giolito, that I teased before, and I'm teasing again, and this is just endless. But sorry, folks. Saturday suckage will end at two no matter what. Grody and Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. We sucked at a time that you can't suck. Well, that's not the case between 11 and 2 on Saturdays. That's exactly when we can, we should. We are obligated to suck. It's Saturday suckage. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rohde with you. And could there be anything less sucky than that piano music, the tinkling of the ivories underneath our suckage? I like it. No, man. It's great. I could. So share with us your musical choices, Brandon Fryer. Uh, Mainly is hip hop. A little bit of R&B when I'm in the mood with, you know, with my wife. But besides that, that's about it. So what did we just hear, which was neither? That was <laughs> that was actually a rap song. That was actually Common Resurrection. But, I mean, if Tanny would tell you, he'll tell you the whole backstory of it, who sampled it, because, you know, hip-hop just samples everything. Just very jazzy right there. You know, and um, I thought maybe it was like a little Miles Davis. Miles yeah. Davis. My God. Miles Davis is a badass. I I never really, like, when I heard the name Miles Davis growing up, I just thought he was this old trumpet player that you know everybody knows but man i've been watching the documentary on him i've watched it a couple times now dude is a badass yes and um i would suggest the quincy jones documentary produced and and done by his daughter rashida jones okay i never had i knew quincy jones was a magnificent talent i never had any idea the extent to which that's true. Okay, I will it's check that out. Unbelievable thing. I like um, learning. The man who produced the best-selling albums of Frank Sinatra and Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's a pretty good resume. You, yeah, and he, that's that's a diversity of being, of working with talent. So, Lucas Delito, there there's a wonderful. I love this quote. I love the sentiment. I love hearing people say things like this. He was in a Zoom call earlier in the week, pitchers and catchers report, and pitchers and catchers threatened, or at least the pitcher did. Here's what he had to say on the Zoom call. When we clinched the playoff spot, we, we might have, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say let off the gas, but it was like kind of like a relief, like, oh, cool, like we made it, you know, we, we got in the playoffs. And then, you know, we all know that we kind of went on a bad stretch, like immediately after that. That was definitely a big learning experience. I think that, after last year, we're really going to kind of adapt that mentality TA was talking about where we need to step on throats. We need to try and kill other teams like until the very end. It doesn't matter what our record is. It doesn't matter if we're in the playoffs, if we're leading the division. That doesn't matter at all. All that matters is that we go out there expecting to win a game every single day, no matter if it's April or September or the postseason and we have that killer instinct that killer mentality as a whole and we just get the job done because yeah i don't think there's any any more room for premature celebration that's for sure 
It's always painful, that premature celebration. The, oh, yeah, um, happens to all of us. Yeah. We need to step on throats. We need to kill other teams until the very end. I love that. Oh, I, lo- God, I love that that's mentality. Great. Keep, keep going, and that sounds like, you know, they have to execute it, but it sounds like lesson learned. The first team to clinch playoff spot in the AL, and then they get the seventh seed. That's how much they tumbled. And they win the, the opener. They win game one of the three-game series against the A's, and they haven't won a game since. And that's, you know, you could say you took your foot off the gas. You could say you're choked. You could say whatever it is. You're, but I, the murderous descriptions, I love, and maybe it's just coincidence. We'd hear athletes saying that. But we know that, that Giolito's family is involved in, is in Hollywood. And his dad has 10 acting credits that it would include Who's the Boss, Jake and the Fat Man, and Twin Peaks. Hmm. And his mom, Lindsay Frost, appears in, has, she has 49 credits dating back to Hill Street Blues, which is what a great show that was. Oh, Bruce White's talking about hairballs. And she was in, she also acted on As the World Turns and Boston Legal. So his uncle Mark, Lucas Giolito's uncle Mark, was the co-creator of Twin Peaks. And uh, her brother Scott, Lindsay's brother Scott, is also a writer that worked on Twin Peaks. So the if you look up Twin Peaks, if you find the right fan wiki, Twin Peaks sounds like it influenced Lucas Giolito. He didn't. In the 2017 season, which was when it was revived after several decades of being asleep, or a little, several years of being asleep, according to this fandom, this wiki fandom, there were two decapitations, two skull crushings, one mutilation, several shootings, a couple more decapitations, <laughs> a polarizing end, and someone taking a bite out of someone else's jugular. Oh, wow. So... Lucas Giolito is using descriptions from the family business. That's what happened in <laughs> the third season of Twin Peaks that was uh, that was uh, created by Uncle Mark, Lucas Giolito's Uncle Mark. I think that's hey, great. You, you can come if back. That's what that it stuff. takes. If yeah. that's what it takes, you know, to get their pulse back up after winning a division, then that's what it takes. And I, I think that's. I think that's great. I hope the White Sox show that, execute that. I hope there's no mercy. Um, I hope that it's, it's John Belushi and Animal House at the end. No prisoners, no prisoners. And they're dressed like, like buccaneers because that's the way it has to be done. And that, that gets you ready for, okay, you've clinched. That's it. We expected to be here. Okay, we're in the playoffs. We expected to do this, and now we're going to just continue destroying you, and we are going to put soul-crushing losses on you. I love that. I, I yeah. hope that hope that plays out. I do too. And what I'm really looking forward to, man, is the change that is a 162-game season this yeah. year and how that affects things because there's a lot of things that happened last year that were because of 60 games and now we are back to hopefully there will be complete normalcy this year 
or something close to it. Well, that's yeah. the Eagles playing. The Brandon Friars playing the Eagles. That means we need to thank Danny Parkins for joining us, Jay Zawoski for joining us, thank Mark Grody, and thank Brandon Fryer for telling us his Monza Wino on Saturday Suffrage. <laughs> Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait, wait a minute, minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.